Hello, everyone. Welcome to Tom and Repriser. Oh, almost uh. messed it up. You think I would know by now? But no. Very <laughs> excited to record uh, this episode of Tom and Repriser. Tom and Repriser. I'm Ashley, and I'm here with your friend and mine, Molly. Oh, hey, hi. It's me, Molly. Uh, we got Luke with us. Hello. Hi. Hey, Luke. Hi. Howdy. What's up? Oh, nothing much. What you got going on? Tell me about your week right now. Oh, God. <laughs> now. Uh, well, because of um, my all the time off I had to take for Corona, I had to work a bunch of days in a row. This was day seven in a row. <gasps> yeah. So that's, that's been fun. Don't you work 12-hour but... shifts? No. So oh. on weekends, I work 12-hour shifts. Oh, okay. I was so scared for you for a no, minute. No, during... During the week, I work five-hour shifts, and also my boss at some point was like, you've been here like five days, just go home. (laughs) (laughs) We'll just say you were here all day, it's fine. Damn. The only cool boss. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, what have I been doing? Um, I played a lot of games. I tried uh, Carto, have you heard of that one? Nope. That's like a little puzzle adventure game. It's like... Top down, like a Zelda almost, but the gimmick is that you can pull out to a map screen and you can rearrange the squares of the map grid and, like, you collect more mm-hmm. pieces of the map as you go. So you'll be on, like, an island and it's like, ah, shit, there's another island I gotta get to over there. And you just pull up the map screen and you, like, scoot them together and now you can just walk over there. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or it'll be stuff where, like, you get to the south part of an island. And there'll be a guy like, oh, man, I got really turned around. I thought I was close to my house, but I guess I'm not. My house is on, like, the east shore. And then you just, like, pick up that map tile and move it over to the east shore of the island. And suddenly, like, his house pops out of nowhere. He's like, oh, okay, yeah, no, there it is. (laughs) Oh, I had it right the whole time. Right, yeah. (laughs) Damn, you shouldn't do that to people because you're going to move that tile at some point. And he's going to be very confused. Oh, you scramble that map all over the place. Yeah, that's fucked up. Yeah. Uh, it's a cute little game. It's it's fun. Um, I also tried Call of the Sea, which is a first-person adventure game. Kind of like, you know, it, it's not Myst, but it's like in that, like, style. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, it is, you're, it's like set in like the 30s or whatever. It's very, like, borrowing from, like, old-timey adventure serials and that kind of thing. You play as, like, a very sickly, like, uh, like, bedridden, bedridden, bedridden woman. Uh-huh. Uh, and, like, your husband leaves to, like, go on a journey around the world to try to, like, find, uh, a cure for your disease. Because well, none of the doctors... Well, you're bedridden? 
Yeah, like, it's been a long time, and, like, he's like, ah, the doctors can't give us any answers, I'm gonna go find answers for you. Okay. And, uh, at first he's, like, writing you a lot of letters back to, like, tell you how it's going, and then all of a sudden, abruptly, the letters just stop coming. Uh, and then, like, six months later, you get a letter from, like, no, with no return address, with just a photo of him, and, like, a note about an island off the coast of Tahiti and a key... And you're like, ah, fuck, alright, I'm getting out of this bed and I'm gonna go find him. And, like, weirdly, as soon as you get on a boat, like, your disease starts to get a little better. Hmm. And, like, yeah, you're just, like, on this island trying to, like, follow the trail of your husband. And it's good. Alright. It's got some fun little twists and turns I don't want to give away. Yeah, sounds okay. There's, like, if you read, like, the Wikipedia page of the game, they mention, like, oh, yeah, we were really inspired by... This, and if you know what the this is at the beginning, you know every plot twist that's gonna happen. God. It's very, like, it's not the most original thing in the world, but I had fun with it. Yeah, it's still fun. Yeah, like, it's pretty looking, it's got, you know, good, good water. I love a good water. You love good water, you love to see that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, some fun puzzles, they start off pretty easy, but by the end they're actually kind of tricky, which is nice. Yeah. Um... I also tried out Bug Snacks. Bugged Snacks. Yeah. The game's all right. I like these snacks. Yeah. You you go around an island, you collect bugs, you feed them to people. It's an all right time. Mm. But everybody's animal people, yes? Well, everyone's like Muppets. Oh, I don't think that makes it less weird. Yeah, and then when (laughs) when they eat the bug snacks, their limbs turn into food. Oh, what? Yeah. Like they eat a little strawberry guy and their hand turns into a strawberry. Mm, that and they sucks. don't they're not bothered by it. They're cool with it. I'm bothered by it. They're usually like, "Hey, I really need like spare rib hands right now. Can you go find me a spare rib bug?" Wow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, thank you. I'm good, actually. I turned a woman's hands into popcorn. That's that seems bad. She wanted it because she thought it would inspire her to write a song. Yeah, good luck writing with popcorn hands. Yeah. The, the weird little Muppets with uh, fucked up limbs have weirdly, like, emotional, like, backstories and connections to everyone. It's like, one guy is like, oh yeah, my wife left me and I've got to, like, help them get back together. But it's not like, oh, so, like... Some silly cartoon thing. It's like, oh, no, we've just drifted apart over the years. <laughs> You've got to rekindle our marriage. What? what? Like, you're, you're puppets, and the only tool I have is edible bugs. I don't know if I can help you. Damn, they're freaks. <laughs> I don't but like yeah, this. It, it's a pretty fun little time. It sounds very, like it like, sucks. Um, what's that? I said, this sounds like this sucks. Nah, I like it. Uh, it's, it's very, like, open-ended. We're like... You get, like, a list of, like, okay, that bug snacks' behavior is this, this, and this. And, like, given that, just kind of here's the tools you have. Figure out a way to catch it. Got and, it. And, like, yeah, it's it's fun. Um, I've heard it's twee. Is it twee? Maybe a little bit. Hmm. But okay. it also feels very, like, I don't know if twee is the word I would use. It feels, like, kid-friendly. You know what I mean? Okay. Like, it feels like Saturday morning cartoon to me. Okay. And, like, sometimes, yeah, being a little twee kind of comes with that territory, but, uh, you know, I think it works. Yeah, for sure. 
All right, cool. Uh, yeah, anything I think else? That's me. All right, uh, Ashley, what you been up to? I've been watching a movie, film, 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 film. Um, and we were actually talking about this earlier, but uh, I watched you know Miyazaki. Uh-huh. Very notable director. Yeah, I've heard, I've heard of, him. of him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um and I uh have mo- watched most of his movies but not all of them. Um and I wanted to kind of fill in those gaps. Mhm. And so I have uh watched some of the uh, kind of last Miyazaki stuff I hadn't seen specifically. Not kind of the rest of uh, Gilby, um, which like you know, there's a lot of directors in that house. It's not just For Miyazaki, sure. <laughs> um, especially as the years have gone on, and like the kind of two main dudes who made it are now old men, right? Uh, so I watched uh, Porco Rosso. Okay, it's about a pig that flies planes. Yeah. It was very fun and enjoyable. And then I watched The Wind Rises, which is about a man that builds plane. It is very sad. <laughs> Porco Rosso is like a 1940s like adventure film. Mm-hmm. And like there's like one or two like sad parts, but like it's mostly just like a rip roaring good time. Sure. <laughs> uh there's like a lot of fun like air pirates that are all in uh everyone has uh seaplanes okay uh so like they are combining like this like dog fighting world war one aesthetic with the concept of pirates i feel like the second you write air pirates into your story you gotta work pretty hard to make that boring yes uh, and also, when your main character is a pig man. Yes. Who doesn't love a pig uh, man? I love a pig man. Uh, and a little spoiler for Porco Rosso, but I want to say this just because I love it so much. Yeah, it, it's an old movie. You're fine. I, I also, you know, people, it's kind of like one of his le, 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 less watched ones. Sure. So. I wanted to just give a heads up, but they never explain why he's a fucking pig, and it's beautiful. (laughs) (laughs) At one point, someone asks him, and he tells a big story, and then it wasn't until the movie was done, I was like, wait a minute. Hold on. He never explained it. (laughs) Hoisted. Yeah, and you you don't need to. Yeah. Uh, And then I watched uh, The Wind Rises, which is a... uh, animated movie that is some ways a biography of not of this uh, director or not that story, uh this engineer called Jiro who he's a real dude uh who created the zero plane mm-hmm. and you know he was this dude uh who just wanted to be uh Designing planes and just because he thought they were so cool and so beautiful. Uh, Jiro Horikoshi. Mm-hmm. Um, and then that also kind of gets mixed up with this kind of famous Japanese novel about a man from that time period who uh, 
has a wife with tuberculosis, like that kind of whole thing. And there's like the great tragedy romance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then also from Hayao Miyazaki's, uh, his parents and like his life, because uh, his dad uh, made engines for airplanes for World War II. Mm-hmm. And he always kind of hated his father for that. Mm-hmm. And uh, his mom died of tuberculosis. I gotcha. And so there's like a lot of stuff going on. It, I will say it is shocking to me that people think that is a pro-war movie. Oh. Um, because like obviously like the lead up to World War II is what features a lot in it. Uh, and like their beginning, Japan's beginning relationship with uh, Germany. Mm, right. But like also Miyazaki's whole like deal is very pacifist anti-war. Uh-huh. And so it's like hard to like imagine like like what was at the time his final film and was thought to be his final film for like years until like a year ago. Oh, is he making another um, one? Yeah, he is making another one that it, he says is for his uh grandson and is that when asked about like the plot, he says it's you know a son, f- a film for my grandson to say that uh, grandpa is going on to the next world, but everything will be okay. Okay. Yeah, and I was like, okay, yeah. <laughs> um, I love to make film about my own death. <laughs> yeah, and I'm like, and. So, yeah, that's going to be something. But, yeah, this whole movie, it's all about how, you know, it's kind of also about Miyazaki himself, where it's, like, his art form and how it can be used to hurt people. Uh Uh-huh. And how, when existing under capitalism and existing at this wartime state, he is, like, the only way that he can express himself is in a way that will hurt others. Uh Uh-huh. Um, because, you know, because of what he loves to do. (laughs) Right. And it is devastating (laughs) on many levels. (laughs) Um, and is also, like, maybe the bloodiest movie from Miyazaki other than, like, Mononoke. Huh. Just because the wife has tuberculosis and she coughs up a bunch of stuff. Oh. Yeah, that's no good. Yeah, they do cough up a lot of blood when you have tuberculosis. You hate to there see that. Is a horrifying shot of uh, like she has like a rupture in her lung at one point. Oh, and it's bad. It's it no sounds good. bad. Yeah, this is um, like Princess yeah. Mononoke is bloody, but also like a guy's arm gets cut off, and that arm just looks like a slab of ham at a butcher shop. You know. It looks like an anime steak. Yeah. Oh, he's made of anime meat. <laughs> yeah. Um, and it's not like gore. It's just blood. Yeah. In this one. Um, and then I, I watched uh, the documentary about the making of that movie, Kingdom of Dreams and... Uh, yeah. I think Dreams and Nightmares. I think Dreams and Madness. Oh, Dreams and Madness. 
uh, and that's very good. Uh, and also, the weirdest part of maybe about that movie is that Hideaki Anno voices the main character, <laughs> noted famous anime director, right, and also noted not actor. <laughs> <laughs> He does a good job, from what I can tell. Yeah. Uh, He's like, I've seen people do this. Yeah. Because, like, the character's supposed to be very stiff and kind of, like... Sure. Not great at communicating with people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, which is... I, I didn't listen to the English dub. because yeah. But it has Joseph Gordon-Lovett in that role. Wow. Uh, the only I did switch to it over. I'm just laughing a lot the idea of Joseph Gordon-Levitt and Hideaki Anno having the same role. Yeah, like I, I made that tweet when I watched that movie, and it's like <laughs> such a weird thing to think about. And uh, I did switch over to once uh, for one scene because uh, Warner Herzog plays a character. Great. And like in the Japanese version. Uh, like, it sounds like the person is doing a Warner Herzog impression. <laughs> <laughs> and so I was like, well, I might as well just fuck it. Sure. Because, like, it's the, it's just like, he walks in mysteriously, like, he's, like, smoking a cigarette. He's just like, you know, Japan will soon implode. Germany, too. <laughs> they were all implode. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, cool, Werner. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> And then, yeah, I watched Toy Story 1 and 2 back-to-back. Great. Wait, I didn't even know you watched Toy Story 2. Yeah. How was it? They're good movies. Okay. Like, Toy Story, despite them only being made, like, four years apart... Oh, yeah. They look like they were made, like, a decade apart. Yes. Yeah, like, in my memory, Toy Story... Like, in my memory, all the Toy Story movies look the same, but then you go back and watch Toy Story 1 and no... No, yeah, like, the, it looks horrifying. Yeah. <laughs> Does it look like Toku CGI, though? I think Toku CGI is maybe a bit better. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Yeah. Like, the the humans in Toy Story 1 are real bad. Oh, yeah. Like, you, the second you see a human being on screen, you understand why they thought, hey... What if we made a movie about plasticky creatures with uh, immobile faces? <laughs> uh, Andy, like throughout that series, like until like they fully redesigned him, still looks weird. Like yeah. in the second one, he still looks weird, but all the other humans look fine. Sure. <laughs> yeah, it's he. Just because of, like, his basic design, he still looks like, no, that's not. <laughs> a kid shouldn't look like that. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, weird. Weird to rewatch him, but fun. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Molly, what have you been doing? Oh, what have I finished Dark Souls 2? Um, the game's good. It's better than Dark Souls. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. I thought you liked Dark Souls 2. I do. Okay, but it's not better than Dark Souls. I, I, you, you notice I didn't uh, disagree with you. I said, hmm, I'm but not sure. But you didn't sure. agree. No, I didn't. I didn't either. I'm unsure of how I'd place them. Okay, fair enough. Um, Dark Souls, um, I, I don't, we've talked about this before. It's one third of a perfect game. Yeah, but then after we had that conversation, I remembered, wait a second, the Duke's archives are fun. 
No, they're not. Some of the Giants is fine. No, it's not. It's fine. No. It it is not the best level ever, but it's fine. Certainly not, and or fucking Londo. I agree. It's all downhill from there. I don't know. And Orlando has those fucking archers. Yeah, you could get past them pretty easy. And it's got like the long section where you have to walk across like the cross beams. Once you know, wait, what? That's wait. I'm With, not like, gonna the do ninjas this. on the like rafters in the giant cathedral. Yeah, I'm not gonna do this because I would be very rude. I would I would simply <laughs> tell you to get better at it. You're saying that I suck. Yeah, I'm saying you should get better at playing it. <laughs> they have a worse version of that in Dark Souls 3. I don't <laughs> remember that from Dark Souls 3. Instead of putting ninjas up on those rafters, they put giant men. <laughs> and they will just slap you off. God, I don't remember Dark Souls 3. I gotta replay it oh, Dark Souls 3 is so fucking good, dude. Yeah. Some might say it's the best one. Hmm. Someone is me. I would say that. <laughs> uh, yeah, so uh, I, I finished Dark Souls 2. It's pretty good. I, I, I like it a lot better than uh, my memory of it was. Although, that part where you're in that ankle-deep water and there's a bunch of fucking mages everywhere. Oh, uh, yeah. The Shrine of Amana or whatever. That was my lasting uh-huh. memory of Dark Souls 2 because it's the dog shit worse. And it you know what? They didn't so fix bad. it. They they made a new version of that game and they said, you know what, we'll leave this one here. I th- here if I've, I I want to say they did fix it. It just maybe didn't fix it <gasps> enough. They should have fixed it more. They I don't remember for sure. But I think they tweaked it. Oh, it's still so bad. The weird thing about Dark Souls Two, uh, that the other Dark Souls games don't really do. Like, and d- you have a thing to do. Like, Dark Souls Two is in no way linear. Like, right. you have, like, three different paths you can go down, or four different paths. And, like, Dark Souls kind of does this, but the first yeah. third of the game, you're on a set path. You are doing one thing. Like, you can go multiple you know directions, but there's definitely one direction you're supposed to go. Yes. In Dark if Souls 2, they're like, fucking fuck around, it. you can go try the catacombs right out of the gate, but, like, you're not supposed to. Yeah, you can fuck around to find out. Um, But Dark Souls 2, they're like, yeah, we don't care which way you go. I mean, we're going to block one or two of these paths, but, like, once you find the item to get past it, which you can once get, you get pretty that fragrant early, branch of yore, you're golden. Once you get the, yeah, once you get that branch of yore, woo, you can do whatever you want. It's so fragrant. Um, it's so fragrant. Um, Yeah, so you can you can let yourself into a lot of places, Um, but the Scholar of the First Sin Vision f- version is fucking hard. Yeah. They made that game really hard when they didn't before. <laughs> yeah. It they they really upped the curve there. Um but yeah, I uh No Man's Wharf is one of the coolest Dark Souls areas, period. End of story. Uh and yeah, I don't know if I have a ton of thoughts. I'm a little sad about how many things you can't power stance. Mm. I, I want more power stances. Yeah. Mostly for enormous weapons though, so Absolutely. Yeah, I like you can't power stance uh, two dragon's teeth. What what gives? Yeah, what's the point? What the fuck? I put fifty points in strength for this, and I get nothing. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, so so yeah. That that's the that's the main game. I play a little bit of Minecraft, but I've been like in, in that my life is nothing. I'm between games right now. I'm I'm drifting. Uh, right. So instead, I've built a couple Gunpla and watched Common Rider X Aid some more. Yeah. Um. 
that show's fucking good. <laughs> I almost <laughs> wish I almost wish we were watching X8 for this. I told you last week, a couple more weeks, we're just I, gonna switch over. I know. And at the time, you told me no, absolutely not. <laughs> yeah. Now I'm like, well, wait a minute. <laughs> It's no, just going to become then, Common Reprisor x Oh, can you imagine if I had to slow down from my pace of, like, 23 episodes in two weeks down to two episodes per week? Oh, I would Here's die. I'll say, we're always going to need more shows to cover on this. We can always come back to Common Rider someday. Maybe one day, yeah. It's it's not what I want to do yet, but it is, yeah. it's, it's on the list. This show's ridiculous. <laughs> um, it's Gamer Doctors, man. Let me tell you. They're, you know what, they are doing surgery, uh, and fighting bugs, bugsters, bugsters. Um, yeah, uh. Bugsters sound, now are bugsters the dusters or are they like the Zodiacs? No, they're, so there's no, okay, it's a little different. Okay. Um. But they are more equivalent to the walk the up zo- to a couple and ask which one is the Dustart and which one is the Zodiart. Uh, definitely, definitely more the Zodiart. Uh, the Bugsters. Okay. The Bugsters are a form of life created through the video game disease. I see. I see. Uh, which <laughs> is only ever referred to as game illness. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and to uh, to become a common writer, you have to get. The uh, game, you have to get the driver, uh, oh, what's it called? Pris, what's the gamer surgery? <laughs> Never. You have to get the gamer surgery. <laughs> you have to get the gamer surgery so you could turn into a common writer. How do you catch game illness? Um, You get stressed out, mostly. Uh, oh. Or you get injected with the game illness. Do you get stressed out, like, from playing a game or just no, in general? No, just from anything. Okay, so why is it called game illness? Because it's it was born from video game. That's its origin. I'm going to assume it makes more sense if you watch it. <laughs> uh, not a lot. <laughs> um, I had the worst feeling. It was, I think it was last night I was watching it with Pris. Uh, and the worst thing that's ever happened to me happened to me because they had to, they had to explicitly explain what Y2K was. Uh, and I, <laughs> I had the realization that the people watching the show may not know what Y2K was. Yeah. <laughs> and I had to, I paused the show, I took off my glasses. It's just, I had a real moment. It was a lot. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, anyway, uh, highly recommend watching Common Rider X8. I'm about halfway through the show right now. Um, it seems to have wrapped up like its first arc, but it sure hasn't stopped. Like, it's not resolved, but a villain is gone now. Sure. Uh, so yeah, uh, it's fucking good, actually. Um, y'all want to talk about Common Rider Forze instead? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, sure. Oh, oh. Not so hot on this one, huh? Uh, no, nah, I thought it was good. Okay. <laughs> um, so we uh, start this episode with Yuki scaring the piss out of Kango. Uh, it makes him drop his hamburger robot, or excuse me, not his hamburger robot, his hot dog robot. Uh, yeah. His hot dog robot that is, you know, they say it's a dog, but Yuki definitely drew a cat on her blueprint. Definitely drew See, a cat. 
This is why I was confused. Because you turned to me uh, with no prompting. I hadn't watched the episodes left, and you said hot dog cat. And I said, what? <laughs> and you just kept saying hot dog cat. <laughs> and eventually I saw that you were watching the show. I said, Ashley, I have not watched these episodes again yet. And you were like, oh, I thought you would remember. And I said, no, I do not. <laughs> Uh, anyway, yeah, Hot Dog Cat. I don't know what Switch is in there. Um, That's like Switch 29. Switch 29, is it Shovel or something? Probably. Yeah. I just assumed it, it was it the starts... Hot Dog Switch. Nope. Uh, uh, no, because the hamburger uses the camera switch. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah each one and the the um, Shake uses the light one. Right. That you could see him use uh, in the next episode in the underwater sequence. That's true. Yes. Yeah, it uses the dig one because it was like making a little like circle. Yes, and we will see it dig uh, soon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they bring their dog to life, and it immediately, uh, you know, makes a mess in the house. Yeah, starts trying to rip up the floor of the school, uh, which is fine, whatever. Um, yeah, fuck it. They go to the rabbit hutch, and um, Gen is testing out switches, and Ken goes like, "Hey, what the fuck's going on here?" And who else is in his seat but Ryusei? who has already activated a few new switches. Yeah. Um, and Kango's not happy about this. This is uh, such a funny bit. <laughs> with uh, with the hand? <laughs> yeah. Then he's got a new leg switch that's a hand. Now, I love that this is not the same as magic hand, which is no, a different magic no. hand. <laughs> this is just like, like a mechanical, like, humanoid arm. Yeah, that comes out his foot. Yeah. I thought it was doing the circle game at first. <laughs> and I was like, oh, it oh, got me. Damn oh, it. Oh, God, I would love fan art of the hand switch doing the circle game. Huh, anyway, um, Ryusei says, I've set out some math problems for you. Do them while the hand takes apart this bicycle. <laughs> uh, and Gen looks at them for a minute. And the first one is, what is the square root of 49? And Gen is like, oh, Jesus, I don't, I don't know anything about numbers. That's me right there. <laughs> yeah. I don't know uh, if this is intentional, because I don't know if, like, the, the double entendre works in Japanese. But uh, when Kango comes in and sees this, Ryu's is like, yeah, check it out. The hand is a great manipulator. <laughs> Which was just funny to me. He's like, yeah, no, I activated the manipulation switch. <laughs> <laughs> Look what I did. Uh, yeah, I don't, I have no idea. Yeah. Um. Anyway, uh, Gen tries to do a math problem, and then by the time he has even looked up, the entire bike has been taken apart on the floor. Yeah. Um, and uh, King is like, okay, all right. I guess I guess he was in here. Uh, and then uh, he comes out and says, okay, I thought adjusting the switches was my duty. And Ryusei is like, oh, sorry. And Gen's like, nope, King, it was my idea. I, think, I figured we'd just let Ryusei try it. And then King goes like, what, bro, you did? Um. And he gets like, yeah, I want to see what's what's going on in this dude's head. So I figured it'd be a good idea for him to have something to do in the club, you know? And everybody's like, yeah, wow, he's so good at it. Ooh. Um, Kengo goes from zero to 60 on this so fast. Yeah, he's um, just immediately heartbroken. He's deeply upset. I, um, Pris thinks Kengo's being a big baby uh, in these episodes. I believe I think he's being at least a little bit of a baby. He's being a little bit of a baby. Like, uh, I get sure. why he's upset, but, like, yes. he could maybe talk about it instead of huffing off and, you know, every time it happens. Absolutely. However, he is a teenager in high school. <laughs> and <laughs> Also fair. And this is also the stuff his dead dad left him. 
Yes. So, you know, he's got issues. Sure. Um, but they see uh, Kango is hurt, but they all go back to the thing, and uh, Kango sees that Ryusei was also working on the north and south magnet switch. Um, and he kind of flips out, and he's like, you guys can't fucking touch these. These are important to me. Um, and he, like, stops himself after realizing he was yelling. Uh, and we have Ryusei go outside, and he's like, damn, you didn't tell me I'd be doing babysitting, Tachibana. And Tachibana's like, fuck you, I'm doing air flips in space. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing cartwheels. They did like a few special effects shots of Tachibana, and then they were like, that is now all of him. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they had one shooting session with Tachibana. They're not setting that up twice. (laughs) Nope. He has, he's doing this forever, uh, and it's because he doesn't have a moving mouth on his suit. So it's easy to just dub whatever you want over it. Yeah. Um,. And I do like that, uh, yeah, Ryusei is like, I don't want to do this. He's like, okay, but it'll help your boyfriend. Oh, right, yeah, okay, that's fine. Yeah, my da- <laughs> my, my hospitalized boyfriend, you're right, you're right. Yeah. Tachibana, I feel like, I- is either going to turn out to be evil or be, like, the whole thing is like, oh, yeah, no, I told you to infiltrate the Common Rider Club because I knew that you needed friends to support you in this moment. And I knew that, like, where else could you find good friendship? Where else but the Common Rider Club? You know, you you have so many walls, and they were the only ones who could break them down. Yeah. Hmm. Um, I'll say, uh, speaking of boyfriends, yes, uh-huh. uh, you've made some comments about like you know Gin and Kingo being boyfriends. I have said this, yes. I never really kind of bought it uh-huh. until uh-huh. this episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, which they are. Uh, Hundred percent boyfriend. They break up and get back together in this episode. (laughs) I think it is not clear until this point. Uh, I think I I jumped the gun a little bit on describing them as such, Uh, but now you understand they are indeed boyfriends. Yeah, they almost like it's almost comical how boyfriends they become in these two episodes from like where they were. It's also incredible to me because. The creators of the show clearly also realized how boyfriendly they came off because they just introduced a random love interest for Kengo to assure you that he's heterosexual. <laughs> and then he breaks up with her to be with Ken. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> they did the worst job writing it. <laughs> um, couple things. Well, I'm- I mean, it's like with Kyrie and Sora and Riku. Right, like, exactly. Oh, we put this girl here to make sure that you know they're not straight, but also they only care about each other. That's so and, true. And, like, them not caring about Kyrie so much makes it so obvious <laughs> and also, that they are gay and in love. Now in Kingdom Hearts 3, they are desperately trying to convince you that Sora's in love with Kyrie. <laughs> like, oh, fuck, we forgot about Kyrie. Oh, fuck, shit. we gotta turn it around. Oh, beans. <laughs> Yeah, it's uh, it's become very clear that they realized what they did wrong, which is not care about the girl. Listen, Nomura, we get it, dude. It's okay. It's so fucking funny to me that they finally made a Kyrie game where you play as every character other than Kyrie, except Kyrie. Yeah, absolutely. <sighs> I, I shout out to everybody who got conned and per and like pre-ordered Melody of Memory. Shout out to y'all. I- y'all are stronger than I am. I keep seeing people be like, no, it's actually a really good rhythm game. Like, I've watched footage of it. No, it's, no, it's not. not. No, I've seen it. It's not. It's okay. Listen, it's okay. You spent $60 on this. You're just lying to this. yourself. It's fine. It costs $60. <laughs> and there's You're... no new story information until the ending. No new story information. Uh, you don't play as Kyrie. 
and also it's just a dog shit looking rhythm game. Yeah. I'm sorry, y'all. I'm sorry that happened to you. Um, anyway. <laughs> Can't wait to play it in like Kingdom Hearts 3.47. Yeah, where it's included for free. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> um, a couple things I want to note uh, in the uh, OP is the addition of uh, Ryusei into it. Uh, where there is a tiny scene where you see everybody at the rabbit hutch having a good time. And for one shot, he's like playing along. And in the other shot, he is the, having the least fun any person has ever had uh, <laughs> in a room of people. It's great. Um, that's I, I said a couple things. That's pretty much all I wanted to say about it. Um, so uh, we go and um, go stop OP. I'm trying to watch the show. Okay. Uh, <laughs> We see um, the principal, and he's like, you know, Virgo, having you lurk behind me is very bad for my blood pressure. I really don't appreciate it. I know that you are the most trusted servant of Gamon. Uh, means, you know, I, I get that there's pressure on me. Uh, and Virgo's like, you know, it just depends on how you do, bud. You've sucked so far. I'll be the judge and the executioner. Uh, and he says, well, you didn't say jury, did you? And they say, No. Um, but uh, we have a new He says oh, I have a new kid I'm training He's very strong um, I gave him an assignment to defeat Forzaid Meteor the common writers As if that is not what he has given every other <laughs> Student so far yeah. Well technically like he told the like Painter kid like just kill everyone That distracts you That's true um, Yeah I guess he's being more direct in his approach Yeah um, He's like these motherfuckers <laughs> So we see <laughs> I love the treadmill in shows like this that's always like, oh, the the next secret bad guy who's like even more badass than the current bad guy is like, huh, you idiot, you can't even beat these silly heroes. I'll show you how it's done. Ah, ah, fuck, this is harder than I thought it would be, shit. Damn, Damn, I shouldn't have been so mean. By the end of their run, they're a shambling mess, and the next, like, super secret cool bad guy is in their role now. Yes. (laughs) It's good. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um... We cut to a short scene between Mr. Osugi and Gen, where <laughs> yes. Mr. Osugi is just with Gen one-on-one, and Osugi goes... He is... Yes. Broken. <laughs> <laughs> he is a shell of a human being. <laughs> he looks at Gen, he goes, I, I like your coat. I like how it's always there. And Gen is like, are you good, man? And then Osugi just gets up and starts crying and leaves. (laughs) It's so so funny. (laughs) It's so fucking good. (laughs) (laughs) And Yuki and Ryusei are like looking into the room. They're like, oh, he must be worried because Miss Sonata's leave is taking too long. (laughs) Uh, I feel like we're going to have like a Jerry type like arc with the dude. (laughs) But just way quicker. <laughs> yeah, you say Jerry type arc. I need to know what a Jerry type arc means to you. Where at the beginning, like for most of it, we're like, "Fuck this dude, he's the worst." Oh sure. And then, like by season six, we're like, "Yeah, kind of rules." <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh, the other thing about Jerry is that his season six persona was just like, "I've given up caring about anything, so I'm pretty much good." <laughs> Uh, which yeah. I guess is where he's where Mr. Osugi's going at this point. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, 
so Yuki comes and meets up with uh, Gen. Um, they say that they need to go uh, investigate. What does Yuki even say? What is she telling him about? Uh, uh, what is he even? Because he pulls remember. out the magnet switch. He's like, don't remember why. Yeah. Fuck. I oh. also. Oh, okay. Gen asks if something happened to Miss S. Okay. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, oh right. Yeah. He's like, yeah, yeah maybe Common Rider Club needs to go save her. You know, yeah. it. None of us have considered the idea that we know that Scorpio was a woman, and also the day we defeated her was the same day that she went on leave. Damn, that's fucked up. Anybody ever think about that? <laughs> have you guys ever seen Miss Sonata and the Scorpion in the same room before, actually? <laughs> Y'all ever see Ryusa and Meteor at the same fight before? <laughs> like, yeah, like, especially, like, after these two episodes, it's becoming, like, yeah, it's becoming comical how uh, when you're watching these one at a time, I'm sure it is like dragging. But in right. these two weeks, we've done two episodes each. It's like they're pretty they're moving pretty quick with this. That's true. And also, like, they've also spent, you know, 15 episodes establishing that these are the dumbest children alive. Oh, <laughs> Even the yeah, smart they ones. They're the best. <laughs> yeah. Um, Gen pulls out the magnet switches. Kango appears because he's realized his magnet switches are... Uh, are there, um, and Kago tries to just grab them away, saying, do you even realize how hard I've worked on this? And Gen is like, yeah, that's why I want to use them. Um, and he's like, I also want to believe in Ryusei's potential, and Ryusei is like, why aren't you guys like talking to each other? You're just kind of fighting and yelling, yeah. and like, literally fighting over the switches. And Kango is like, what, you don't believe in my potential? And then he has an anime disease attack, and Gen goes, see, man, you know you shouldn't go nuts like that. Uh, and you Kengo, know you can't go sicko mode. Yeah, and then Kango goes, uh, "Fuck you," which is the right response to that. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and Kango says, "Stop acting like we're friends. We're not friends." And Gen is like, "Oh my god. Oh Jesus. Oh, what just happened? I just got dumped. I just got dumped. <laughs> oh shit." Yeah, and Ryu says, "Like, oh Jesus Christ, really? These kids?" Yeah. I mean, Kango goes on the rebound fast. He goes on the rebound fast. That's, you know, he works yeah. quick. Yeah. Um, he goes down. Just immediately to walks over to his childhood his friend. His side chick. Uh, yeah, his childhood. Well, not even childhood. They were just in the same class last year. I thought he said that they've been, like, in, in the same class <laughs> in, like, first grade or something. Oh, I thought he said that he had met her in, like, sophomore year or something. Uh, maybe, maybe they I'd... know each other longer. Yeah. Um, it doesn't really matter. Anyway, uh, she sees him and she's like, oh, hey, Kango. Uh, and they meet up and talk for a little bit. And he's like, wow, you got taller. And she's like, yeah, man. Uh, anyway. Um, and Kango's like, hey, anyway, I, it looks like you're having some trouble with, like, your running there. Um, and she's like, oh, do you, like, do you have any ideas for me? Because, like, I, I am doing worse lately. And then the uh, person in charge of the track team comes over and says, excuse me, no outsiders allowed. And also my track team members can't be in relationships. And he's like, she's bro. She's my friend. Like, yeah, we, we had one conversation. Yeah. Uh, like also friendships, or relationship. Had, like no romantic energy to it at all. <laughs> Not at all. I'm, as you can see, I'm the most awkward boy on earth. I told her she was taller. Yeah, I immediately walked up to her, and the first thing I said was pointing out something about her that she's insecure about. Uh, yeah, yeah, because she is uh, the, the star of the movie Tall Girl. <laughs> she is the star of the movie Tall Girl, you're right. Um, 
some cars blow up nearby. Um, and Gen runs out because, and Kango's also there. Um, and the monster shows up. It's a metal dragon monster. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and he's just throwing cars, you know, for fun. Yeah. Um, I mean, and if you could, wouldn't you? Yeah, I guess I probably would if I could. If you could throw a car. <laughs> You're a G. Um. <laughs> um. Gan transforms and fights the monster, or attempts to, because this dragon is made of metal. He tries to punch the monster, breaks his hand, and goes, "Oh fuck! Oh jeez! Yeah. Well, I better try my foot." Uh, yeah. Oh no, that just broke that. Oh no, my foot's broken. And he goes, "Ah, you know what I'll do is I will try a headbutt." Yeah. And I mean, to be fair, his head is his hardest. It part It is of the it. hardest part of it. You're so right. It is the hardest part of his body. But it doesn't work. It does not work. Um, the hardest part of the game. <laughs> um. So, uh, the monster just kind of says, yeah, I don't know, I wanted to kill a common Rider, it sounds like fun, and Gen's like, well, that's fucked up, I guess we'll keep fighting. Um, I, I like that the monster's like, uh, yeah, the, uh, Meteor should be showing up any time, or whatever, and you say, it just cuts to him thinking, like, oh, wait, he wants to kill me too? Ooh, I better just not transform that. <laughs> you know what I'll do, is I will not show up. Mmm, just gonna take today off, I think. Yeah, I think I'm just gonna have a little fun break over here. Um, Gen tries to switch to electric, and wouldn't you know it, that's not very good against this metal monster. Um, yeah. does not work on Pokemon rules. No. Um. Yeah, his, uh, headbutt is very, like, pro-wrestling. Yes, he headbutts is. him and, like, hurts himself and falls over in a very pro-wrestling way. It's good. Mm-hmm. It's very good. Um, but, uh, eventually, um, Ryusei calls how out- much, Sorry, I, I didn't mean to interrupt. I wonder no. how much, like- crossover there is between, like, Toku stuntmen and, uh, like, wrestling stuff. Because it seems like similar skill sets. Uh, I wouldn't doubt it. I, I haven't looked into it at all. Yeah. Yeah, like, and I, I mostly know, like, that there are a lot of wrestlers who are huge Toku fr- uh fans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which, they, they yeah, travel like, in the same spaces. Right. Yeah, I was talking with Julie, and I was like, Kota Ibushi either has never heard of Tokusatsu or was, like, on the down low been a Tokusatsu stuntman for the last 20 years. <laughs> <laughs> like, there is no middle ground. Yes, absolutely. Uh, which is weird, because he knows Tanahashi, presumably. So, he's definitely been yeah, doing like, Tokusatsu stunts for 20 years. Anytime, to, like, Tanahashi talks to him about Toku, he just, like, starts thinking about flips. <laughs> <laughs> yes. For for Luke and maybe the listener, Kodobushi is a man who says he doesn't trust books. <laughs> Great. That man, I worry about him. We worry about him. Yeah, he's but yet yeah, he is the a definition of him. But he is incredibly talented. Hates his neck. Um, <laughs> and he's not dead yet. So. Yeah. Also dated Kenny Omega? Probably. Probably. It's hard to say. Uh-huh. Wrestling's weird. Yeah, and if, if they broke up, but uh, and Kenny Omega's like not over it, and Kota Bushi totally is. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> that was one of the best. Kota Bushi does not think about him. 
<laughs> Kota Ibushi just doesn't think. Is the thing. <laughs> That's so true. Like, it was a very funny thing where it's like, in the same week after they had, like, split up, like, Kenny Omega's like, you know, I couldn't ask him because, like, you know, I knew he wanted it so much, but, like, on the plane right back, I was, like, just crying. And then Kota Ibushi, like, oh, yeah, I guess he's doing okay for himself. I don't really think about him. <laughs> <laughs> so much. Oh, uh, wrestling's good, actually. Sometimes I think about this, and I'm like, you know what? It's good. And then I remember wrestling, like, well, maybe not. <laughs> um. Anyway, Gen switches to fire. Uh, at Ryusei say so, and Ken goes, you motherfucker, I was going to tell him to do that. Um, and every time Kengo goes to tell him, hey, try this thing, Ryusei beats him to it, uh, which leads to Kengo getting uh, more and more pissed off. Because uh, he has, Ryusei has officially taken all of his jobs. Yeah. Um, or tried to. Um, and eventually Ryusei's like, hey, try Magnet. And Kengo's like, no, seriously, you cannot try it right now. It will not work. Like, do not try it. We have to get out of this fight for now until we fix this. The funny um, thing to me is that Ryusei is not deliberately trying to ruin Common Rider Club, because it sure looks like he is. It looks like he is, but he's not. You're right. Uh, but, you know... From an outside perspective, he sure is trying to ruin Comrade Club. <laughs> yeah. Um, but you know, two magnets appear on Gen's arms, and he's like, "Oh, this is weird." Um, and then his arms get stuck together because he has a north and a south. Um, and then all of the metal in like a thirty-foot radius gets attracted to him, um, to a point where a bunch of bikes get stuck on him, and then this monster is basically just like, "Well, this is fucking boring." Right, he's just gonna kill himself. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. Clearly, I don't need to do anything. But also, the monster is like, I also don't want to get stuck to him because that just he's just like, like a clinging bad time. to a sign so he yes. doesn't get pulled in. Um, and then two trucks are about to kill um Gen. Uh, and right before that happens, Shun shows up with the power dizer. Thank God. Uh, you know, keeps those things apart for just long enough for uh, Ryusei and Kango to go turn off the switches and the belt and disengage yeah. everything. A bunch of cans and bikes fall off of Gen, and everybody's like, whoa, what the fuck was that? And Kengo goes, hey, dipshit, I told you to not do that, and you did not listen to me. And Gen's like, oh, Kengo, oh, no. Um, and then we cut back to the principal and Virgo. Uh, Virgo says that Dragon is already on par with the horoscope, power-wise. Um, and principal's like, yeah, see, 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 look how good I am at this. I'm so good at this. <laughs> You'll track down Meteor in no time. And then Virgo's like, well, if it goes well, this will be your ascent to glory. Uh, and the principal's like, yes, thank you. Um, yes, I, I will definitely win this time. <laughs> yeah. Um, Virgo's like, you're such an ambitious headmaster. He's like, that's what we teach here. <laughs> um, <laughs> I like that the like, admin staff, all the bad guys are always talking about, like, this is such like a prestigious and you know, challenging school that pushes students into the next level of evolution. Then you see the students are like, nah, it's just kind of a normal high school. That's pretty normal. <laughs> uh, in fact, it's kind of a weird one. Yeah. Um, like, it's not like it's a school for, like, super smart kids or anything. Like, that's no. how they talk about it, though. We cut back to the rabbit hutch. Uh, like, yes. the only, like, real super smart ones we see are, like, Kingo... Yuki and maybe Mew. I don't think I don't... Mew is particularly smart. Not book smart, anyway. Yeah. He, yeah, like, I, I was, like, trying to think, like, 
I almost didn't say her, but like I was also like, but she is like also like really like smart about a lot of things. She's very right. intuitive. They've never mentioned like what kind of grades she gets. I could believe anything, really. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah. The smart ones would definitely be like Kengo, uh, Tomoko, and I think Ryuse ends up being one of the smarter ones. Like, yeah, Ryuse seems like he's smart. Yeah. Um. But uh, anyway, we cut back to the rabbit hutch where the most awkward standoff in human history is occurring between <laughs> Gen trying to apologize to Kango, but refuse, like, like not refusing to do it, but unable to do it. Uh, yeah, he can't find the right words. Yes, and Kango, who is just not looking at him. Everybody else is on the other side of the room. Shun is holding a pillow. Yeah. <laughs> Jake yeah, looks all at the, like and Club kids are just staring, watching. And then in the background, Ryusei is just on his phone. He does not give a shit. <laughs> Jake turns to Mew and says, hey, Prez, this is really weird. I would like to go home. She goes, no, you fucking don't. You're going to be staying <laughs> no, here for this. We all, we're all fucking staying here. <laughs> and Jake's like, oh, okay. Um, Tomoko picks up the north and south switch and goes, these switches are different from the other ones, huh? Uh, and Gen is like, if we can get them to work, like we'll win, right? Um, and... Mew's like, yeah, if we get it to work, is it gonna work, Kango? And Kango goes, well, what do you think, Ryusei? Um, and Ryusei says, he thinks to himself, I've got the answer. Tachibana has already sent me the data from the last battle. Uh, and he pulls out laminated blueprints that yes. he has in his backpack uh, for a cell phone north-south switch device. Like, maybe if we turn them into a smartphone of some type, and Kango says... Yeah, it's like they need to use, like, the transmission tower from the rabbit hutch to, like, modulate them or something. Yeah, or something. They don't really explain it that well. They do not. We need a new doohickey to make it work right. That's what we matters. We need a thingy. Yes, exactly. Um, Kango opens his ba- his uh, suitcase and goes, yeah, I already made those plans, asshole. Anyway, yeah, check I, this I, out. You know what? You've got, oh, your laminated blueprints. Ooh, ooh. I went and opened AutoCAD, motherfucker. <laughs> uh, shows that he is using it. And everybody's like, oh, wow, he had the he had the plans already, Kango. That's crazy. And Ryusei is like, oh, okay, so he is just as smart as I thought he was. Um, and Ryusei's like, yeah, let's get it ready. And he goes to grab the switches, and Kango's like, if you could keep your fucking hands off my switches, I would appreciate it. Gen immediately grabs them and goes, no, give Ryusei a break. Uh, which is, again, the wrong move. <laughs> yeah, at this point, Gen is maybe not handling this well. He's not handling it well at all. Well, and I listen, think Kango was initially the one in the wrong, but Gen is not making it better. It seems in this moment, even though Kango is being a shit, he is at least seeding... That, like, yes, I know he is good at this, but I am, this is also my only job here. Please let me do my one job here. Yeah, well, he also says, like, please stop touching my father's switches. Like, it's yes. clearly a sentimental thing. Yes, it, it clearly means a lot to him. Um, but, uh, Gen is like, uh, come on, you gotta let him do it. And Kengo's like, do you seriously not get that he's, like, not trying to help you? He's putting you in danger and he's treating you like an experiment? Um, and Gen's like, I just, and Ryusei's like, I just didn't know how dangerous it was. I'll do better next time. And Gen's like, yeah, let's work together and make this work. And Kengo's like, wrong answer, motherfucker. Uh, <laughs> so. I'm surprised, uh, Kengo is more not, like, super suspicious. Yeah. Of, and being like, I think this motherfucker is, like, out to get us. Right. I think he is wrapped up in the sentimental aspect of this. Otherwise, yeah. he probably would be on to that at this point. Yeah. 
But yeah, he quits the Common Rider Club and then goes down to the river to furiously throw rocks into it. And scream. <laughs> he's not even skipping rocks because he's too mad for that. He's mad and he hates and he hates Gen, but he still cares, but he hates him. Yeah. Uh, and then he's like sitting and he's staring at the river and he's like, my friend, uh, who's the, what is this girl's name? I should have grabbed. I do not remember. I, it starts uh, with an e-, e-, e. something like that? Uh, hang on. We're going to see it in a sec when it comes up here. Uh, nope. He does not say her name there. Uh, I think it's like Ewaka, like E-W-A-K-A or something like that. Or something like that. Um, but she's like trying to hide behind a like plank of wood. And he's like, yeah, you got to pick a taller plank of wood if you're going to hide behind one of those things. Um, and she's like, yeah, I guess and He's taller. like, yeah, hey, you big tall freak. <laughs> <laughs> Don't call me a tea girl. <laughs> Are you good, Ashley? I'm just kind of grimacing. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, she says, I guess most guys wouldn't like a girl taller than them. And Kango says, no, it just kind of looks like you're healthy, I guess. Uh, which is a weird thing to say, Kango. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, oh, it's a sign of your vitality. Uh, but he says, you know... He just doesn't want to admit that he likes people who are taller than him. Right. Also that, yes. Um, but um, he goes, so, you know, your problem with running is that you're, like, too worried about how tall you are because I keep pointing it out. So just, you know, like, stick your chest out, extend your leg more, should improve your time. Uh, and he, like, demonstrates it a little bit. And she's like, oh, shit, let me try that right now. Uh, and then she does. And she's like... Wow, I'm faster again. <laughs> yeah. This solved it. You're so smart, Kango. Thanks for solving my psychological problems. <laughs> um, but she's like, listen, could you like help me right now? That was super helpful. I could use somebody uh, you know, to help me out. And Kango's like, you know, um, I can't help you because of your weird ass team captain. Um, and she's like, well, we have trials for the heptathlon tomorrow to see who can, you know, who's going to be joining it. Uh, and he's like, I don't know. And she's like, you could just temporarily join the track team. And he's like, oh, yeah, that'll solve it. I guess I'll do that because I'm not in some other club. Right, she's like, are you part of any other clubs? And he just, like, sadly thinks about when they took the group photo on the moon. He's like, yeah, no, I'm not in any other clubs. No, I hate other clubs, actually. Oh, her name is Agawa. Agawa. Okay, I was close. Anyway, we cut to Gen crying on the roof, uh, yeah. saying, I knew how awesome and important he was, and yet I let him get away. <laughs> yeah, this is when it's, like, over the top. They're like, okay, they are just... Yeah, full-on sobbing that he got dumped. Yeah, and then the little dog robot comes up, and he's like, oh, you came to cheer me up, did you? are such a good dog, fuck. Um, <laughs> we cut back to shot put? I don't know. Um, yeah, but, uh, Kango is an expert on track and field, as we all know, um, and, uh, is now a coach also. Yeah. Um, but Kango's, like, thinking while he's doing this, like, damn, how could I use shot put to help? Oh, no, I'm sorry, that's not this one, is it? No, uh, he's, he goes, like, busy trying, like, as he's watching everything, he's thinking about, like, oh, I've got to crack this magnet problem. Wait, what am I saying? I left the Common Rider Club. I hate Common Rider, yeah. actually. Yeah, uh, and he picks up, like, one of the shot put balls. He's like, damn, this shit heavy. 
Uh, But then uh, the dragon monster shows up conspicuously around the same corner that Igala (laughs) went around. Yeah, she walks around a corner and the dragon monster just walks out immediately. Yes. Um, And uh, the monster says to Kango, are you Meteor? Hmm. And then he Mm. like does a big (laughs) explosion thing at Kango and Kango gets thrown the fuck around. Uh, We cut back to Gen who is still petting the fucking hot dog dog. Um, Tomoko hands Gen the, uh... This is when I looked over at Molly and went, it's a hot dog dog. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Um, but, uh, he gets the new, uh, magnet cell phone. Um, and Ryusei, Tomoko, and, uh, uh, Yuki have finished it by following Kengo's blueprints. Um, and Yuki's like, again, I know, wouldn't let things, like, f- blow over like this. You gotta help, you gotta go help Kengo, you gotta go make up with him. And he's like, oh, damn, you're right, I gotta apologize. Again, on my knees, I'll beg for forgiveness so hard, it'll make a fucking crater, bro. Um, <laughs> and then he gets a call on his new cell phone, <laughs> which is the North and South switch. Um, and he's like, oh, how do I answer this thing? Oh, Hello? Uh, and it's Mew, and she's like, yeah, I got a report from Burger Meal. The Dragon Zodiac is attacking Kango. It's fucked up. And Gen's like, oh my god, my boyfriend. He's in trouble. And Yuki's <laughs> like, go get him! Uh, and then he takes off <laughs> with, the, with the belt. Yes. And then she's like, oh, those crazy kids are gonna do it. <laughs> I think they can make it work. Yeah. 100%. Um, so he basically says, meet me down there. I'm gonna take a fucking rocket. Bye. Um, and he goes down and he starts to try to fight the um, metal dragon again. Um, and he's doing a bad job again. Yeah. Um, yeah. And well, Kang- yeah. Kango sees him and he's like, oh, he does care. Oh, no. He Oh, he cares about me. Um, ah, shit. Again, uh, does not apologize, but he does try a few different switches. Um, we have a little bit of fighting. Uh, before uh, Ryusei sees Gen getting his ass handed to him and goes, oh, fuck, I can't. Okay, I'll join. I'll join. Fine. Uh, <laughs> fine. I'll transform and then meet him over I'm there. I'm not doing this for you, Baka. <laughs> <laughs> Extremely. Uh, but he shows up. Uh, they do some more fighting. Uh, and after a little bit, Meteor goes, hey, don't you have something new to fight this guy with? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, like, Hey, don't you have he, any like new he, items today? He is so close to just, like, doing an audible wink. <laughs> uh, and Gen is like, oh, shit, you're right. I did get a new thing today. Um, and he pulls out the the cell phone. Um, and Kango goes, oh, shit, you guys built it? Hey, don't, don't, Gen, it's too soon. We haven't fixed it yet. Like, it's too dangerous to try it without testing. And Gen goes, no, I'll make it work. And then we can make up afterwards. That's how it works, right? I'm just going to ignore and what you're asking. we can make out afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, if I just ignore what you're saying to me and do whatever I want, you'll you'll like it, right? Anyway, I'm going to try and pull this apart now. Um, so he tries to split the cell phone in two to fit the two um, switch slots. And he just can't make it happen. It just will not split. Yeah. Um, and even, even Meteor is like, why? Why isn't it working? What's going on? Uh, and then Gen tries to split it apart so hard that it flies off into space. Yeah, fine. Just goes uh, flying off. This has really been a lesson of Risky, like, taking L's. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. For the first time. Taking uh, a lot of L's today. Yeah, I thought the, like, punchline of it was going to end up being, like, 
Yeah, you know what? You did follow the plans, but guess what, idiot? Kengo is better than you, and like you built it wrong, and it won't come apart. You forgot to make it come apart, stupid. Got to make it come apart. No, it wasn't that. It's it's so much stupider than that. <laughs> it's so much more confusing. Yeah, really. <laughs> well, as we know, uh, the what it'll come down to is that Gen's state of mind was his vibes were all wrong. Right. Uh, because magnets respond mainly to the emotional state of the people around them. Now, the thing yes. is, this has been a thing with him the entire time where they've gone, it, the fire suit shouldn't be absorbing fire. This is just kind of Gen doing this. So uh-huh. clearly his vibes play a much bigger role in the Forze suit than, that is true. than we've all been willing to admit until now. <laughs> um, we're not ready for that conversation. We're not ready for this conversation. Uh, next episode, uh, like Ryusei is trying to stall for time. Um Gen switches over to electric and uh, Meteor is like, okay, listen, if we do a limit break at the same time, we can make this happen. Uh, And then they do that, but the monster's just kind of like, eh, I'm kind of tired. I'm going to go. And uh, they they stop the fight. Yuki runs over to Gen and is like, Gen, are you okay? And then Gen turns to Kengo and goes, oh, I got carried away. I thought I could make it up to you by using your mag phone. And, like, I thought I would do it. And it's cool. And, and Kengo's like, you mean that's um, that's uh, Ryusei's mag phone. You didn't listen to anything I said, actually. Yeah. Uh, he's like, I'm fucking sick of you. I'm sick of your shit. I'm tired of everything. I'm, I'm fucking quitting forever. We're breaking up. And I mean it this time. <laughs> Uh, and Ryusei in the background is like, can I beat that dragon by myself? Jesus Christ. Yeah, like, these two are useless today. These Fuck. two, yeah, these two can't yeah. get shit done. Um, and also, I'm starting to think that I may not be as good as I thought I was. <laughs> <laughs> ah, nah, that's crazy talk. That's, that, nah, fuck that. Um, cut to the principal's office where the cops are here, and they're like, hey, why are monsters attacking your school and you guys keep having school? Um, and he says, well, it's one of our, like, fundamental policies, and the other cop is like, you know, you also just haven't been letting our officers, like, investigate the grounds, um, and then, uh, the chairman comes in and does his weird red-eye hypnosis on these two. He, he does a Sith mind trick. (laughs) He does do a Sith mind trick, that's so true. Um, and he's like, you guys have already investigated, huh? Yeah? Right? Yeah? And then they're like, oh, yeah, 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 uh, we, we super did, no evidence, we're, we're gonna go. <clears throat> uh, and they do, and uh, the principal is like, listen, I'm really sorry. And the chairman, Gemo, is like, listen, I can keep these guys off your back for a while, yeah. but you but like, will need to start making forever. more dudes. Be like, hey, if we investigated them a bunch of times, where's all our notes? <laughs> You know, they're just not going to think about it. They, they got, Where's, like, our timesheets from when we went to the school to investigate? They got hit with the estate. So yeah, it's not uh-huh. even, yeah. Um, but uh, Gamo says, I'm getting pretty uh, impatient for the day you bring me all of my guys. So you better bring me the fucking guys. Um, anyway, let's cut to Miu doing the cutest thing that's happened to the show so far, which is making teams... For who's gonna go apologize to Kango and who's gonna look for the Mac phone? Yes, this is incredible. Delightful. Oh, she has these little illustrations of everybody. It's so good. She sorts them out into teams. Uh, uh, I don't know why, but these 
like the specific art style reminds me a lot of like Pokemon. Yes, I was gonna say they look like illustrations from the original Pokemon instruction manual. Yeah, that's yeah. I think I see that. It's the best. Yeah, Um, it's I love it. I wonder who in the team like did that. It's either my guess is either Tomoko or Mew. I'm gonna say it was either Tomoko or Mew hired an illustrator. She does have rich parents. This is this is confirmed. It is Christmas she time. She was definitely like those are actually just the coasters that she had made up to give out as Christmas gifts. God. I and also all of the drawings are so good because like with me she's doing like the oh, 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 laugh. Yeah. Yes. And it says Queen President Queen Gans doing his little you know his point pointing. and it's Mr. Friendship. Yeah. Hot-blooded Mr. Friendship. Yeah. Uh, Tomoko is, like, full white skin, like, dark aura coming off of her. Yeah. Yes. Uh, Yuki, uh, Gen, uh, JK looks like a little fucking gremlin. <laughs> yeah. yes, yes, he does. It just says informant. <laughs> yeah, and then Yuki has a spaceship costume that just says, like, space nerd. Shun yeah. is like, and his face is obscured by his football helmet, but you can see his eyes glowing inside of it. It just says twinkle twinkle on it. Yeah. Um, uh, and uh, also, uh, Kengo's is, like, him just, like, looking sick, and he's the uh, nurse's office VIP. <laughs> Devastating! <laughs> you cannot do that to this man! You're trying to apologize to him! You cannot say he's that! He's not even there to defend himself! <laughs> um, but they have split up into teams. Uh, the, the first four team of Mew, Jake, uh, Tomoko, and Gen are gonna go try and look for the magphone. Everybody else is gonna go try to apologize to Kengo. Um, and Kengo sees he's at the he's at the track meet and sees um uh I already lost her name. Amaga? Uh Egawa? E- e- Egawa, thank you. Egawa. Um sees her throw a shot put and he's like, wait a fucking minute. That's how the dragon was throwing those orbs at people. Damn. Um It's like, damn, I need to find something to help like Gen win. And he's like Wait, 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 wait. I'm not thinking about that right now. I'm thinking about the track meet. Can't think about Gen. What am I doing? Why do I still care about him? Ugh. <laughs> Why does he dominate my every waking thought? <laughs> Even on the track team, I can't help but worry about Kisaragi. <laughs> we cut to everybody marching down next to the fucking lake. Uh, everybody on the Find the Magphone team. Uh, dressed up in camo and boots, and Mew is yelling, show some damn grit at the <laughs> other two. <laughs> While Gen is in the lake searching, it is the best. Yeah. Yeah. JK is in full, like, camo makeup. Yes. Um, Gen is searching in the lake. Uh, we see a new switch, which is the, um, it, I think it's called the screw switch, but it's a propeller on his foot. Yeah. Um, and he's just, like, searching underwater for it. Um, and he was like, yeah, did you find it? And he's like, no, it's not in the water. Like, I don't know what's going on here. Um, and he was like, from the direction of flu, it has to be around here somewhere. And Gen's like, we could really use Kengo's help. <laughs> um, Yuki meets, uh, Kengo back at the track. Um, and Ryuse is like, what was the point in Yuki trying to shake his hand? Like, like she's Gen or something. 
um, Igawa comes over and is like, hey, my time improved again. Uh, and she's like, are, is, are these your friends? And he's like, no. <laughs> no, this is just some other kids from some other club. Yeah, I don't, I don't know them. Um, but Yugi tries to pull Kango away, and she, like, blocks them off. Um, and she's like, I can't have you take him. Like, he's giving me really good advice, and my track meet is tomorrow. Like, I kind of need him. Um, and Yuki's like, well, there's there's another friend who needs his advice more than anybody in the whole universe. She's like, what? what? Yeah, she's what? like, that doesn't, make, that doesn't make any fucking sense. Um, but Yugi's like, you realize that, don't you? And Kengo's like, no, Kisaragi ignored my advice. Like, I keep trying to warn him. He doesn't even realize why I'm doing it. Uh, and Ryu say it, it, this triggers him. And he, and he's just like, what? Uh, yeah. And Kengo's like, I don't even care about him anymore. And Ryu say freaks out and like grabs him by the shoulder. like, don't ever say that. You'll regret it. I promise. Yeah. Cause he has a flashback to when he says, I don't care what happens to you now to his friend, right before he activated that switch. And he just fucking grabs him. And we see the other guy go, I want power. Ryu say. <laughs> <laughs> And we're having is, this super intense emotional moment, and then it just cuts to a Gava who's like, "Ah, uh, I don't get what's going on here." <laughs> yeah, I just, I just want this guy who is telling me to run good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like he, like he's really good at coaching. So, like, you know, I, I think it's more that, like, I think he is good at coaching, but I also think that it is, uh, the. Other like the actual coach is so bad at it. That's also true. Also, I think she kind of has a crush on Kango, oh, and Kango doesn't get that. Him. Yeah. Oh yes. That's why she was like, huh, I guess, I guess a lot of guys probably don't like taller girls, huh? <laughs> yeah. What do you think? What do you think about tall girls, Kango? <laughs> um, and he's like, actually, yeah, I think I you're like a real short guys. king, Kango. <laughs> <laughs> um. We see, the, again, the flashback to Ryusei, uh, and he, like, realizes he's grabbing Kango, and Kango's like, are you good, man? Uh, and Ryusei's like, I, listen, you, you can't tell him that you don't care, because you do care, and you'll, reg- you'll regret it. You shouldn't go there. Kango's like, I don't know, man. I don't know if I give a shit, but this is weird that you do. Uh, like, you're having a moment, huh? Uh, and Yuki's, like, looking between the two of them, like, oh... Oh, and Shun is here. Like, why am I here again? By the way, yeah. <laughs> Shun just likes to be included. Yeah, he just kind of yeah. wants to be there. I, I get it. Um, Monster shows up and goes, "Okay, which one of you motherfuckers is meteor?" Um, and naturally, Ryusei runs the other way that everybody else is running, the opposite direction. And the dragon's like, "Damn, I don't know which one that was." Anyway, I'm gonna go chase <laughs> yeah, the like, other guys. Yeah, like, well, let me let me try the other three. Yeah. Like, I'll probably be right there. Um, Ryusei transforms and goes to fight the dragon. Um, and so we have that for a little bit. Uh, Shun yeah. is yelling at Kango about how he's not even trying to make up with him. And, um, Kango's like, he doesn't even get why I'm mad at him anyway. Uh, and Ryusei's like, oh, that's it. Hey, uh, Meteor says, hey, you guys should all get out of here. Um, we have a little bit more fighting. Yeah, I'll um, say I generally really like how Meteor looks and how he fights. I think Jupiter doesn't look super great when he uses it. No, it's he, like, goofy. he like, throws a punch, but then like stops and doesn't follow through with it because there's the big Jupiters there. I don't know. It looks weird. It looks a little goofy. I think the other ones work a lot better. Uh, yeah, 100%. 
Like Mars is good because it's so small compared to yeah, Jupiter. Yeah, it's cool because really all the close. rings are flying around. Yeah, the fucking rings. Uh, yeah, I I generally agree. Um, Meteor like disengages from the dragon, and you he's like, oh thank god, Meteor saved us. And then Kango drags the Gawa off and is like, okay, we gotta go do our track meet. And then Yuki like bumps her head on a bush. Uh, yeah, but she calls Gen, and she's like, Gen, what should we do? And Gen's like, oh, Kango didn't want to call me. Oh, my heart. Yeah, but uh, then all the other like people in the search party are just like, Gen, you have to go to him. Well, what Mio says is, you're not helping. Go, <laughs> go be with him. Also, you're that. fucking useless. Also, at for most of what we've seen, he's the only person who has actually been looking. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they're just hanging out doing like army cosplay. I don't know what the fuck she's talking about. Tomoko has like a weird little sonar thing. I think she's trying to use. Jake is definitely not doing shit. Mio is pretending she's doing shit by being the supervisor and yelling into a megaphone. Right. Uh, yeah, and trying well, to convince you that she's doing shit. Tomoko has the like, oh, like you know, spy kid sound thing that I got like <laughs> when I was like ten. Yes, and then like you'd try it and you could like hear someone that you could normally hear, but now they're and then you like threw it away. Yeah, <laughs> right. spies. Um, and then Gen is like, "What do I do?" And then Mew's like, why don't you go join Yuki's team? Why, why don't you go do that? And he's like, oh, you guys. And, like, Tomoko and Jake are like, yeah, go get the, go get that boy, you know? You could go, go get, get him. Yeah, go, yeah, get go get that butt. Yeah, go get that butt. And uh, Gen, like, untransforms. is like, I'm going to go do that. Thank you. Uh, and it, I don't know why, off. but it popped me that he didn't have the belt when he untransformed. Yeah, it disappeared very quickly. <laughs> Listen, uh, but you know, we, sometimes continuity's hard. He runs, no, I get it, yeah. yeah. It just was like, oh, huh. It's, yeah, it, the belt exists when it needs to exist, and it doesn't when it doesn't. Yeah. Uh, that Fair. is especially true for when he, like, even puts it on. It just kind of shows up in his hand. Right. Um, But uh, Ken runs up the beach thinking, Kengo! Um, and Mew's like, I said all that, but, like, how the fuck are we going to find this thing? It's fucking cold out. I hate it out here. And Tomoko's like, it's okay. I keep a white snake skin on me for this. And then she starts yeah, just waving keep, it around. That's why I keep that MF thing on me. <laughs> she's swinging it around and then, like, bites into it and starts ripping it apart with her teeth. <laughs> she's the best. I love her. Uh, she's such a little weirdo. Yeah. Um, cut to a track meet. Hey, everybody. Here's some track stuff that's happening. Kengo's there. Um, Ryusei walks up to him. And ha- hands him a magnet that has, you know, a north and a south end. Um, he's like, I'll get straight to the point. Hold this. Um, he's like, you need to apologize to Kisaragi. And Ryusa- uh, Kengo's like, what, I'm the bad guy here? Uh, and he's like, well, no. Uh, you two are just kind of like magnets. Uh, so that he, like, does the demonstration. If you put north and north together, they, like, push each other away. And he's like, you said you were doing it for his sake before, right? Gen told me the same thing. And we cut to a little scene where Gen is talking to Ryusei and is like, hey, listen, Kengo's got health problems and he's always overdoing it. Like, the more you can help us here, the easier things are going to be on Kengo. So, like, if you could help him out, I would really appreciate it. Do you want to give, like, Switch development a shot while, you know, he's, you know, for Kengo's sake? And Kengo's like, oh, he said that? Oh, fuck. Yeah. Uh, 
It's, a, it's, it's the gift of the Magi, but angstier. Angstier, yeah. and also, also, a little bit ableist. A little bit. Yeah. Um, but, uh, Kango is shown, and it, Ryuse goes, but listen, if now that you know this, you guys can be back on the same side. He flips his magnet around and attaches it to, uh, um, Kango's, and it's like, see? It all, it'll all work out together. See? All you gotta do is just apologize. And Ken's like, I'm here to apologize to Kango! Uh, <laughs> runs up, and then Yuki grabs him and is like, go this way. Wait, nope, he's the other way, actually. <laughs> um, and they are uh, running to go find him. Uh, but then they see Igawa uh, being confronted by the um, track team captain, who is like, I'm the reason the track team where it is now. I can't believe that you got that amateur's advice, like, if you did, and that's what helped you improve, you must suck at this, so you're off the team. This is why relationships are forbidden. Um, <laughs> Makes no sense. No. And then, This is why I practice no nut never. <laughs> <laughs> this truly is what no pussy does to a MF. Just constantly um, posting on no fat boards. Yeah, no, guys, I've reached the level where my skin can turn into steel. Um, so conserved all my energy. This is why Shun is here, by the way, is because he recognizes the captain of the track team. Goes, Namato, what the fuck are you doing? Uh, and he turns on. He says, "Oh, Daimonchi," uh, and then sees Gen. He, he thinks he thinks that Shun is meteor. Yeah, and in response, Shun does the shocked Pikachu face. (laughs) Uh, He almost gets Pog. He almost. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Spoilers, everybody. Surprise, the track team captain is the monster. Um, Wow, the uh, random asshole that's never been in the show before was the monster? I never would have guessed. I genuinely, remembering this episode, I was like, it was the girl, right? It was not the girl. Yeah. I don't know why I yeah. thought it was the girl. They definitely try to fake you out that way. Oh, they absolutely do, but I don't know why my memory was, oh yeah, it was the girl. Sure. I think it's just because she's in the episode way more and is a more memorable memorable character than this guy who has two lines. Right. I I thought it was like, for a bit, I was like, wait, is the girl? And then when she like went behind the uh, the like the bush and then came back out. Mm-hmm. Or, like, and then, like, the monster came out. I was like, it's probably not her. <laughs> oh, that's what got you? Like, I was like, it, this is becoming, like, very obvious. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so, anyway, uh, it's, it's, they do a last one, uh, and Gen is like, okay, so, no, uh, first of all, Shun is not Meteor. How dare you? <laughs> Shun is way nicer to me than Meteor is. <laughs> um, Gen transforms... Uh, they do some fighting. Uh, Igawa is like, oh, he was a monster? Um, and then everybody yells down, yeah, it was uh, Namoto, who was the dragon, to Kango. And then Kango gets hurt by, like, a nearby explosion from a shot put uh, that the dragon throws. Um, and Gen rolls over to um, the dragon and is like, oh, no, excuse me. Gen rolls over to Kango. It's like, oh, my God, Kango, are you okay? Um Meteor is there. They don't bother to show Ryuse running off at all. No. Meteor's just there now. It, it's a, you know it's the chaos, right? Um, yeah. But uh, he, 
Ryusei's like, oh, Jesus, the star of her birth is shining. I don't have time for this shit. I'm not even going to let this guy turn into Ares. Yeah, no, like, yeah, he's like, oh, man, it's, eh, fuck it. <laughs> this guy <laughs> sucks. Like, I don't. <laughs> I, I, you know, mm, it's been like a couple episodes. I kind of forgot what my deal is. <laughs> kind of forgot my whole thing was I wanted to let him go if he started glowing. Yes. Uh, Gen, uh, is like, hey, listen, I'm really busy. I'm gonna apologize to you as soon as I'm done with this thing, Kango, but I do have to go make sure that Meteor's belt doesn't get ripped off him. Um, and Kango's like, damn, if only we had the mag phone. Cut to, um, (laughs) (laughs) Mew, Jake, and Tomoko, who have dug, like, five by five hole in the ground, filled with water. Yeah. Jake? Yeah, they, they are looking for... Uh, Kiss and Bait Bullgard's treasure. Yes, they are. <laughs> this is, Why this would is the, the film hold? The phone have gotten buried this deep. <laughs> it went really high. But then it would have left like a crater, if that's what we're saying. No, it, it pierced the ground so, <laughs> so readily. <laughs> that and then it just healed back over yeah. it instantly. <laughs> yeah. Um... um. I, I will say that uh, Mew is currently in the exact outfit that uh, this is only for me that Tam Nakano uses for her deathmatch matches. <laughs> I'm very happy for you. I also like Thank Jake you. collapses to his knees in exhaustion and Mew just shoves him face down <laughs> into the water. <laughs> yeah. Jake is wearing a USA flag hoodie under overalls. I don't know what this is. I don't know what his deal is. It's fashion, baby. <laughs> um, and then they remember, oh, right, we have a digging uh, robot. Uh, they drop it in the water, and sure enough, it digs the shit out of that ground. Yeah. There's like an yeah, man, explosion this is some of real dirt. hot dog water. Yes, hot dog water everywhere. <laughs> um, uh, so, Gen and Meteor, more fighting, more fighting. And then Mew and the rest of the team show up with the mag phone, and they're like, we found it. Um, and Kango's like, okay, you could win now, but I gotta get it ready for you. Um, and Meteor goes, uh, hey, Forza, give me the electric switch. And Gen's like, excuse me? No? Um, and, uh, Meteor says, do you want to get beat or not? And Gen is like, oh, well, I guess I don't have an excuse then. And then Ryusei plugs the electric switch into his belt, and he gets the electric on, uh, and... He's like, you can use he my... He does not get a full form change. No. He just gets electrical, like, status effects. Yeah, he gets electric powers for a minute. Yeah. Um, and uh, he's like, listen, I'll yeah, buy you ahead. some time. Yeah, this is exciting to me because it implies the possibility that Gen could put the meteor switch into the Forze suit. Oh. But, but what would happen? I... Maybe he, maybe he would just get the arm thing that lets him do the planets? I don't know. That'd be sick. Oh, if you yeah. just put it in the arm slot? Yeah, that'd be good. Yeah. He gets it in the leg slot, and it's really awkward to <laughs> flip really all the switches to get it done. Yeah. It's cool for the rings of Saturn, though. It works. Yeah, he's kicking rings around. That'd be great. Yeah, that'd be cool. Um, But uh, Kango's like, okay, it's time for us to do magnet states, but I do need you to come up here and plug it into the Forze driver. And he pulls out a bunch of wires and, like, hooks it up. Yeah. Um, And as they're doing this, uh, the girl is like, oh, this is the dude he's fucking. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, well, Gen okay, starts- if he's dating a fucking superhero, I don't have a chance, I guess. Yeah, Jesus Christ. And she's like, oh, man, this guy's so tall. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
So, um, Gen is apologizing to Kengo, like, listen, man, I'm really sorry, I didn't listen to anything you said. Kengo's like, don't you fucking say a word. We only repelled like that because we were worried about each other, okay? Give me the belt. Uh, and, uh, Kengo's like, you were concerned about my health, I didn't want you to get hurt. Like, uh, so I didn't want you to use Magnet before it was ready for use. And Gen's like, oh, man, and everybody's like, oh, they're doing emotions. Um... He explains, the magnet switch reacted to your state of mind, and its magnetic force was amplified to the point it would not separate. If I can adjust how it will react, it'll be ready. Uh, which, yeah, sure, man. Right. Sounds good. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Sounds good to me. Uh, he says, listen, Ryusei helped me figure it out. I was in the background just, like, eating a burger. Yeah, makes sense to me. <laughs> yeah, no, Got it. <laughs> you betcha. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you guys, uh, I thought we all knew that. I would have said something earlier. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> Kengo explains that he was envious because he thought that Ryusei had replaced him, and Kengo says that he's at fault here. He's like, please forgive me again. And Gen is like, Kengo, no, fuck forgiveness. We were caring about each other. We were friends, aren't we? And Kengo says, of course we are, at least as long as you think so. And he puts his hand out, and uh, Gen says, you're damn right I do, dumbass! Which is great. Yep. Yeah. Uh I, I'm realizing that I want Sean just to be Launchpad from the most recent DuckTales. <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> Where he is all, a huge fucking idiot about everything, but also just every so often ha- like, has an off-screen adventure that we don't see. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know uh, what you're talking about. And yeah, uh, Gen enters the magnet state. Yes. Um, Luke, tell me about the magnet state. Uh, he gets, like, a new form. It's all, like, metallic, and he gets, like, the magnets on his wrist, and also laser guns on his shoulders for some reason? It's a rail gun. Yeah, okay, that makes sense, I guess. Yeah. I was excited to see this suit, because I'm like, ooh, it's gonna have, like, really, like, striking, like, red and blue on it. This could be a really cool design, and it's the worst design so far. Yeah, it's not, I don't like it very much. It's (laughs) It's fine. It's not very good. It's, It's boring compared to the very colorful... Uh, electric and fire. Yeah. Uh, mm. That are both very bright. Yeah, like, I think, like, Meteor is good with its, like, being, like, a very monochrome suit that has, like, good splashes of color. Yes. This one is just kind of boring. The magnet like, suit boring it looks looking. like power armor or something, which is not what I want. Yeah, no. It's, yeah. it's not, like, as interesting as other suits. Uh, that said, he does kill the fuck out of this monster. He kills the shit out of this dragon. He just, like, the guy starts throwing metal orbs at him, and he's like, I'm just gonna go ahead and, like, kill you with this. Um, because he uses it as literally a railgun uh, and just blasts this dragon to shit. Uh, rip to that guy. Yeah. Yeah, and, well, specifically, the dude gets crushed. Oh, right. Like, it's just Magnet, and he gets turned into... Just, like, gets compressed to death. Yeah, it's fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> it's fine. The, the soul will go back into his regular body, uh, and he'll remember all of this, probably. So Yeah. Yeah, he'll remember those last few moments. Yep. He'll remember the experience of being condensed into a singularity. Um, so... Uh, Meteor uh, is, like... Mm, turns out Dragon wasn't the one either. This was kind of your fault, man. Like, you you kind of didn't let him be the one, so, you know. Um, but he throws the electric switch back to Gen. It's like, hey, later. And Gen's like, can we be friends yet? And he's like, I'm not answering that. I'm out of here. 
Uh, and Gen turns around and is like, good, I was going to make out with my boyfriend anyway. Yeah. And so they're all like, yeah, cool. And then everyone's like, wait, where where did... Yeah, where's Ryusei? What happened to him? like, oh, yeah, I knew that dude's a baby. He literally says that in the same frame where uh, Meteor is walking away. Yeah. <laughs> which is very <laughs> funny. Do you think Meteor was like... Mm. He's like, ah. <laughs> He's resisting the urge to untransform right in front of him. Listen here, motherfucker. <laughs> um... We That's how we're gonna catch him eventually. They'll just keep insulting Ryusei in front of Meteor. Yes. Um, Gemo says to, I believe the principal's name is Hayato. I keep just calling him the principal, but I think it's Hayato. Um, but he's like, all right, you got your next plan ready or not? And he's like, oh, yeah, 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 of course I do. And he's like, good. I want you to increase the pace of these things as much as possible because we do have a lot of students. Um, which is kind of fucked up. Yeah. Um, yeah. But you know what, everybody? If you like... If it wasn't clear that these dudes are bad. Right. <laughs> yes, it's very well, It's bad. also one of those things in a lot of shows like this where it's like, listen, I understand that you're frustrated that these keep not panning out. I am looking for a needle in a haystack. There are nine correct answers to this question and like a thousand possible answers. Yes. So <gasps> what do you want out of me? Let's get it going. Um... Anyway, uh, we are back at the Rabbit Hutch. The vibes are great, everybody. The vibes yeah. are back to normal. Uh, Miu is in the corner doing her nails. Everybody else is like, Shut is doing sit-ups. Uh, but, like, Ryusei's reading. Gen is going around on a unicycle? Uh-huh. And uh, Yuki's no, going I'm sorry, around Yuki's on a riding bicycle. on a bike. Yeah. Um, and Gen is trying to skateboard on the moon. And it, he almost runs into Tomoko. And Tomoko's like, hey, motherfucker. And he knocks him over. Um, but Kego comes in and is like, hey, Igawa managed to win her meet, and, uh, she gave me the medal as thanks. Uh, weird thing to do, but okay. Yeah. Um, and Mew's like, ooh, look at that playboy. Uh, and he's like, uh, you know, she's got the track team, I got the common Rider Club, it's not really, you know, no big deal. Right. Uh, not really into her. Anyway. Um, yeah. But he goes to put the metal, like, above the computer that he usually sits at. He's like, oh, yeah, this isn't, like, my personal space anymore. So, like, I don't want to just decorate it with all my belongings. And Gen is like, no, no, no. That's the best spot for you, bud. Like, if you want that spot, it's all yours. And Ryusei goes, yeah, I think the job for developing switches is ultimately yours, man. Uh, and Shun is like, oh, and yes, the skies clear up. It's all beautiful again. And Yugi's like, yeah, I think the three of them are closer now. Um, and then Kengo's like, yep, I'll admit that he has what it takes. The seat should be shared. And Kengo go, er, and Gen goes, man, don't you see that Ryusei was being nice right there? Like, you should you should just accept it. And Kengo's like, don't you see I was trying to be nice? <laughs> uh, and so they start fighting again. Um, and the iconic shot of this episode uh, is Ryusei against the wall going, will these two stop fighting over me already? <laughs> yes. Both of you want me so bad, and it's... Look, <laughs> you both listen. want to fuck me so bad, it makes you look stupid. All three of us have two hands. This isn't hard. Come on. <laughs> yes. Um, good apps. I like these apps. Yeah. Yeah, I think these apps are fun. Yeah. Um, yeah, uh, so that's that for this one. Um, hey, I was going to ask real quick, because um, I forgot to mention it when it came up. Way back in, like, the first episode, during the first fight, when Gen does, like, his transformation and yells out his thing, but then, like, he gets interrupted because he punches the monster and hurts his hand. What does he yeah. say in your translation? Uh, it just says space is. 
Oh, really? Because on mine, yeah, it's kind of, uh, like, space is awesome. He goes, space is pain. <laughs> <laughs> no, because yeah, he literally says, ow. So it just uh, has him, yeah. He does not say pain. He says, well, I ow. appreciate the, the artistic license taken there. You've been taking a lot of it in your translation. Hey, you've probably taken plenty of it in yours, too. No, this one's perfect. One to one. Me and Luke fighting each other over the translation. Yeah. Well, Ashley just, like, sighs and leans against the door frame. Yep, exactly. That's what I'm getting at. <laughs> um, uh, anyway, next episode. Questions. Yeah. Uh, oh, I was going to say more Virgo stuff next episode. Oh, uh, okay, yeah. And, uh, and it's going to be about a teacher. Uh, and Julie Lowe will be on with us. So that'll be fun. Nice. Yeah. Uh, now we can uh, questions. questions from at Vic Perfecto. So now you know that uh, Yuki designed the food droid. Does the food gimmick make more sense or less sense? If Kanga designed the helper robot by himself, uh, what do you think they would be like? Oh, they would just be completely like unstylized. Like they look like like yeah. lunar rovers or whatever. All function, no form. Yeah. Yeah. They would look like cubes. Yeah. Absolutely. Also. Uh, asked if uh, the this new food droid is a sandwich. Shut the fuck up. How about that? <laughs> you ever think about that? <laughs> God. Uh, from at Domingo, uh, did you like sport uh, gym class at any point in your life? Was there a certain exercise slash sport slash game you're really good at? Uh. I don't like gym class on principle, but I like sports. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed I, dodgeball. Who doesn't enjoy a game of dodgeball? Truly. Uh, we had a weight room in my uh, high school, and I th- I really liked that. Yeah, nothing wrong with strength training, or you know. Um, uh, I remember once uh we were doing uh, I think I told this story before, but we were playing volleyball. And we also, we had just learned about uh, the penis game. I'm sorry? Where it's a game, that, it's a very stupid thing yeah, that, like... You don't know the penis game, Molly? Can't say that I do. Uh, you would, you and a bunch of people would just gradually say penis louder. Wait, Chelsea, do you not know the penis game? I do, but I, I do. Okay. I just feel uncomfortable that you're talking. All right. <laughs> it, it, should, it should not be spoken of. I know all there is to know about the penis game. Uh, okay. yeah, just, but yeah, you would just you and your friends would just say it louder and louder, and whoever got in trouble first lost. Got right. in trouble or like got shy about saying it louder. Yeah, it's very stupid and just like kind of like bullying your friend. <laughs> This at least sounds like kid fun. It, right. Nobody's gonna get hurt doing this, so no, I guess no, it's no. fine. Yeah, unlike say do... like bloody knuckles, which is the same principle but applied right. to violence. Um, I had people do it. Um, whenever they would serve the ball, they'd have to say "this <laughs> <laughs> a bit louder." <laughs> and. It led to uh, one of we had two kind of gym teachers because gym and health were the same class, mm-hmm. and so we had a health teacher who was like, 
you know, teach us all about that, and then a gym teacher, and the gym teacher was, like, very kind of drill sergeant, and when I was doing that midway, like, at one point in the day, the <laughs> gym teacher walked up to me and just went, I know about the game and it needs to stop. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just like, what? <laughs> he's like, listen, don't say anything. I know about the game. It needs to stop now and walked away. <laughs> that was very funny to me still. <laughs> no, it's good. <laughs> from, also from Duramingu, one mom and dad of Common Rider Club finally divorce. Who gets what? Visitation <laughs> rights. <laughs> now, you say mom and dad. Who's mom and dad in this scenario? Is it Gan and Kango? I'm guessing that's what it is. Yeah. Okay. Oh, Kango gets everything. It's his. Right. Yeah, it's. Yeah, it's. Gibbs not bringing a lot to this. Gibbs brings dead all beat. the people. Yeah. He gets all the visitation rights. Uh, Kango gets all of the stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. From at Fuck Shit Street. Uh, what's your favorite <laughs> hot dog toppings? Uh, I'm, I'm very. I'm very. Uh, plain uh i just i just want some ketchup on my hot dog that's pretty yeah. much it yeah i'm good do a ketchup mustard combo you know it's not a I, i've fan. had like a chicago dog and stuff like that and they're like eh, but like to me like i just I, yeah i just prefer classics i'm not picky honestly you give me just about any kind of meat and topping combination in a hot dog bun i'll probably have an okay time it's fair enough Um, and yeah, that's really it for questions. Okay, cool. Uh, Luke, where can we find you on the internet? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at SSJ Speed Racer. You can find, uh, other podcasts that do on AudioEntropy.com, such as MCU Complete Me. Think that Infinity War episode might still be cooking. Not sure. Uh, <laughs> we'll see. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna host, uh, bonus episodes for Teenagers Attitude over Christmas, where we're gonna talk about Honey, We Shrunk Ourselves. Hey, when is that happening? Uh, I will talk to you after we're done recording. Okay. Uh, and, uh, the main podcast I work on these days is Eidolon Playtest. It is an actual play podcast where I GM two different campaigns, which release episodes on alternating weeks in order to playtest Eidolon, Become Your Best Self. An RPG me and Molly have written, inspired by Persona and JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. Molly's on uh, one of the shows. It's a great time. It's good stuff. Listen to it. Yeah, you should listen to it. It's fucking good. Uh, Ashley, where can we find you on the internet? You can find me at Yuri Librarian with an underscore on Twitter and a dash on Tumblr. Uh, and I'm going to add a little something new to this. Uh, but I have been really going hard on uh, my letterbox <laughs> ah. <laughs> including doing a lot of reviews yeah uh so if you want to go to letterbox.com slash curie underscore librarian uh i'm also there too okay and i like i wrote reviews for all the miyazaki stuff i watched and yeah oh no i'm trying something out it's cool nice cool uh, and you can see all the where I ranked all of the Pixar movies and all the Miyazaki movies. Heck yeah. And midway through this, when we did the Brave joke, I was like, should I Brave up one just for... <laughs> just for that. <laughs> just for how fun it is to say, would you? <laughs>
Ashley, if you could bump up Brave One Ray. (laughs) 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 No. What's your fucking Patreon? And my Patreon is patreon.com slash Ashley Lee Minor. Give Ashley your fucking money. You can find me on Twitter at your friend Wally, the Y-E-R. You can find me at audioentropy.com. I need mayo.com. You can find me at the second best game dot club, uh, where is journal updated. We're going to be playing Pyre. Uh, that episode should be releasing on January 1st, so I guess I should start playing Pyre. Probably. Because um, that yeah. game is not like Mass Effect long, but I think it might yeah. be longer than you realize. No, I looked it up. It's like 13 hours or something. It's, right. it, yeah, it's I'll, I'll right. knock it out in a weekend. No biggie. Um... Yeah, so uh, you can find all that there. Patreon.com slash Molly Rhinebeck. What you could actually do is go to audioentropy.com. Give us a little money for the hosting. Hit that donate button up in the upper right-hand corner. Uh, keep the website online. Uh, we really appreciate everybody who has everybody who will. It's not in danger of going down. We just, you know, be nice. People will help us pay for it. That's just a nice yeah, thing to yeah. do that you could do. Um, and uh, you could go on iTunes. You can rate us, review us. You can you can subscribe to the podcast there Should you should you feel necessary. Um, you could, um, you tell your friends about our podcast, which, which truly is what you should do is tell your friends about our podcast. It's a good fucking show. Personally, I think it's good. Anyway. Um, that's it. I think that's it. Uh, Ashley, get us out of here. Until next time, it's space time. Zero hour, 9 a.m. And I'm gonna be high as a kite by then. I miss the earth so much. I miss my wife. It's lonely out in space on such a time. Timeless flight And I think it's gonna be a long, long time Till touchdown brings me round again to find